0: Facts are stupid things. Ronald Reagan, at the 1988 Republican National Convention, attempting to quote John Adams, Facts are stubborn things. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and in today's episode, we're looking at an issue that's not exactly revisionist history, but is certainly one that facilitates revisionist history. That issue is willful historical ignorance, specifically, for our purposes today at least, on the part of the President of the United States. Now, I said in our year-end wrap-up, That I would not be venturing into the various polarizing political events of the day. And I'm sticking to that. This is not a rant about President Trump's policies. It's more of a plea that the lazy, anti-intellectual attitude of the leader of the free world end before it infects even more people, especially his hardcore followers. At this point, some of you are probably asking what the heck I'm rambling on about. Well, I'm glad you asked. I used the phrase willful historical ignorance earlier and here are just a few examples where President Trump has exhibited exactly that. In a call with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Trump apparently asked him, didn't you guys burn down the White House? Trump was referring of course to the War of 1812 and the British did indeed burn the White House down in 1814, not the Canadians. Also. Canada didn't even become an independent country until 1867 but it fit Trump's purposes to throw something out at Trudeau so he did regardless of whether it was historically accurate or not one likely result is that a lot of kids got that question wrong on their history test later that week Trump also seemed unaware that Abraham Lincoln who he claims is a personal hero of his was a Republican. During a National Republican Congressional Committee dinner, he said the following about Lincoln. Great president. Most people don't even know he was a Republican. Does anyone know? A lot of people don't know that. He then said that Republicans should let people know that Lincoln was, in fact, a Republican. Well, even setting aside the fact that to this day, Republicans call themselves the party of Lincoln, there are few in America who don't know Honest Abe was a Republican. Now, he may not reflect the Republican party of today, but historically it's known that he was a Republican by everyone, it seems, except the president. Andrew Jackson is another hero of president Trump's, and he thinks that Jackson could have stopped the civil war in a serious XM interview. Trump claimed Andrew Jackson was very angry about the civil war. Here's the quote, I mean. Had Andrew Jackson been a little bit later, you wouldn't have had the Civil War. He was a very tough person, but he had a big heart. He was really angry that he saw what was happening with regard to the Civil War. He said, there's no reason for this, end quote. Ignore for just a minute the fact that Jackson died 16 years before the Civil War and thus could not have been angry about it or had any real feeling about it one way or the other. Historically speaking, the likelihood is that as a Southern slave owner himself, Jackson would have completely sympathized with the Confederacy. Either way, Trump's statement makes no sense and manages to bring Andrew Jackson into a period of American history in which he didn't even live. Another example, and this one's quite troubling in many ways, during the 2016 presidential campaign, Trump sent out the following tweet. Study what General Pershing of the United States did to terrorists when caught. There was no more radical Islamic terror for 35 years. That's the tweet. He was referring to a completely false story, which started after the 9-11 attacks, that Pershing shot Muslim terrorists with bullets dipped in pig's blood. Blackjack Pershing never did this, never actually fought radical Islamists, and I have no idea what the 35-year period Trump references is about. It is, however, another case of President Trump pulling his historical information from some unreliable websites. Finally, last October, Trump made the following statement defending our decision to abandon our Kurdish allies in Syria. Quote, the Kurds are fighting for their land. And as someone wrote in a very, very powerful article today, they didn't help us in the second world war. They didn't help us at Normandy. But they're there to help us with their land. End quote. Now, it's true, the Kurds were not at Normandy with the Americans, British, Canadians, and others, mainly because the Kurds do not have their own country, now or in 1944. They're an ethnic group spread throughout Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran, who hope someday to have their own country. Trump's misunderstanding of both the Kurds and the Normandy landing is alarming for anyone, let alone a U.S. president. There are many other examples, including the odd fact that Trump seemed, for a time, to think Frederick Douglass is still alive. And they all share one common denominator. Donald Trump is ignorant about history because he's too lazy to care about the facts of history, because he thinks history is unimportant, and because true history often inconveniently clashes with the agenda he's promoting. In this, he's something of a mirror of much of American society today. But as the holder of our highest office, part of his job is to combat, not encourage, such willful ignorance. You can't just pluck your historical facts from random tweets and right-wing websites and call it good. Let me say again, this episode is not about Trump's policies. It's about his treatment of history. History, real history, is not a partisan thing. Both Barack Obama and George W. Bush though miles apart ideologically, were voracious readers of history. How they interpreted that history with regard to their policies differed as well, but they would certainly agree on the facts themselves. Not so Trump. Our only hope moving forward is that John Adams, and not Ronald Reagan, is right. In our next episode, we'll look at another world leader, this time one who does know history, and is twisting it to reshape both his country and the world. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad free. Thanks again.